Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews. Coming at you in print and online at nicktiffany.com, in audio format, anywhere you get your podcasts, and even in video on YouTube. Today we are talking about Sofia Coppola's latest film, Priscilla. Now Priscilla is based off of Priscilla Presley's autobiography, Elvis and Me. And obviously this comes just about a year after Baz Luhrmann's Elvis kind of gave us this entire portrait of what his life looked like, the good, some of the bad as well. And I think that Priscilla comes truly at a perfect time because to understand this relationship between Elvis and Priscilla, to understand the nuances, knowing what we know now about everything the colonel was doing to Elvis, keeping him on the road, making him pretty much have to perform and keep performing to keep everybody paid, everybody on his uh, his payroll, all the yes men, all these people. You know, he's been drugged up. They're keeping him sedated. They're bringing him up for performances. They're taking him down to go to sleep. And I think because of that, for me, this movie Priscilla played so much better. Um, not better. I just felt informed. I felt like I understand what's going on here. And her story, I mean, it really truly is just told from the story or the perspective of Priscilla Presley. And even though you've got Elvis in the film, the film never once goes to focus on what he's doing. The focus is on 14-year-old Priscilla, who was in Germany with her family. Her father was stationed overseas. Elvis also happened to be stationed in Germany uh, back when he was enlisted in the army. Now, this is years after he's already been a smash success over in the U.S. Elvis is 24, kind of living near this base. Here's Tella, this young girl who's from Texas, because there's not a lot of, despite having tons of military personnel on the base, there's not a lot of younger people from the States that, you know, you can talk with, friends that you can make, someone who can let you know, well, you know, what are the kids listening to? What's going on back home? And so... Priscilla, 14-year-old Priscilla, is invited to go to Elvis Presley's house, you know, meet his family, friends, all these things. And it's this really interesting moment where, obviously, you expect him to be big, bravado, have this huge personality. But when he was with her, even from the beginning, it's like he shrunk almost. It's like, you know, Mr. Six Foot Seven Tall, I don't know how tall Elvis was, but Jacob Elordi quite tall and so in this movie you're like all right this guy's also much older than she is as well he becomes this giant softy kind of in her arms and feels this longingness for home you know he had just lost his mother about a year prior at the time and he finds this connection with priscilla can't get her out of his head and vice versa you know priscilla's going to school here high school grade nine while they're kind of beginning their phases of talking and slowly, the two begin to spend more and more time together. Obviously, Elvis having to work around getting permission from her parents. And, and so so very early on, like they don't tell you how old Elvis is. You know that she's 14 or grade 9. You don't quite know how old he is, though. Obviously, though, obviously, though he's older. He looks older. He's far more mature. Because, uh, again, she just started high school. And so, I've you know... I'm sure a lot of people are going to have thoughts about that already. I will say 
I don't want to say to Elvis's credit or, you know, making light of the situation or anything, but I would say he was respectable in the sense that he never wanted to engage in sex or anything that got out of hand with her or too hot and heavy because he didn't feel like the timing was right. You know, and obviously she was like, well, you've had sex with other women before. And it's like, well, yeah, but they were older, you know, and I think Sophia Coppola smartly touches on a lot of this idea of, hey, well, you know, you're young, you need to be nurtured, protected, you're babied, all these kinds of things. But then Nancy Sinatra is over here throwing herself at Elvis and he's having these adult pseudo relationship, maybe affairs, all sorts of this other stuff. And once Priscilla to start to dress a little bit older, look a little bit older, present herself as older. It, I don't know. This movie through and through was just a really fascinating look behind the scenes at what life for Priscilla was really like. You know, once Elvis is able to get her out of Germany and back to Memphis to live at Graceland where his mansion was, you get this look at, okay, wow, Elvis's whole family is on the payroll from cousins to dad and grandma. Everybody's helping out. Everybody's doing something where obviously they're getting a cut of this money. The Colonel, you never see him in this film, which I'm glad because every time I heard the word Colonel, I just think of Tom Hanks and like Elvis Presley, we've got to do this. You're going to be a star. You just need to read philosophy books. And that's the key. You know, this man just feeding him, horrible information or just horrible thoughts about himself and what he's got to do to keep up with the times. And something I think that Sofia Coppola's movies have always touched on and dealt with is loneliness, this longingness, this, even though we're together, we feel like we're apart. And so the direction from the very beginning, super atmospheric, it's very airy. There's almost like a warm fuzz on the lens and you just got this immaculate home where she spends all her time. You can have all the nicest things in the world, but what are you going to do with it? What do you do when Elvis isn't there? You know, he's touring, he's filming a movie. And as the dutiful wife, you know, your job is to stay here at home and keep the fires burning. And I'll come back in a few weeks. You know, I'll, I'll be back as soon as I can. You know, this interesting Obviously, I think for anybody in today's audiences, the idea of not having instant connection, you're like, oh, well, how about I just call you when you land in Vegas? Or instead of going weeks without really knowing what you're up to, let's just talk. Just call me, send me a text, whatever. Obviously, everything today is so immediate, so vastly different from this idea of, well, yes, honey, I've got to go travel. And, you know, I'll telephone you when I have the time, but I'm going to be working and doing my job and you've got your job at home and you go even further back to revolutionary war times. I think of all those history shows, you know, dearest Margaret today, we walk upon the land of Virginia. I miss your home cooked food and the smell of bacon and whatever else. It's been three long weeks, but we'll make it back. Um, you know, and it's, it's cute that they're writing letters to each other and they definitely did a lot more of that before. I think they were really married and whatnot, but you just look at how casual he was about so many things. Like, I, I got to go. I don't really want you coming out here while I'm working. It's probably not good for you. I got to get into character. I got to do whatever, honey. You know, you, the, the road's no place for a wife. The road's no place for a baby, you know? 
And it just feels like at every turn, Priscilla's trying to reach out. She's trying to make an effort, you know, want me, be with me. Let's do something together. And it was always, you know, the man has his place and the woman has her place. And while, yes, he took care of her in tons of different senses and provided her with safety, provided her with comfort, all this, everything that money could buy, she didn't want what money could buy. You know, she wanted someone there. She wanted a connection with someone who was either too doped up or too otherwise preoccupied to give her the kind of time of day. And the hardest part about this, too, is, you know, she's just because you start the film when she's already 14, you know, she's still young through all of this. For all the time you spend in the film, she's still a very young girl. And so you understand and feel so much of her emotions, whether it's feeling like, you're not being seen. You have this attention of someone who's older, perhaps, and it feels great, but they're not giving you the emotional depth that you know they probably are with someone else. And you know, at different times, her parents mention it. Like, doesn't he just, can he date a woman his own age? Like, why does he have to like you? Of course, everyone's, you know, she's the one dating Elvis. It's crazy. You know, she dyed her hair for him. It's just wild. Um, it just, I don't know, the way... Everything is presented in this movie was just fascinating to watch unfold. It doesn't necessarily say, yeah, Elvis was this horrible guy. He yelled, he was abusive because it does give him some of the credit of, yeah, there was a lot going on in his life that Priscilla didn't know, which touches again on this idea of like, this is your wife. If she's really supposed to be your rock, you know, she's like, use me as your rock. Please come to me talk to me so I can help you. You know, she tries to give him advice on a couple things and he about loses his mind. Both because, you know, a woman's place is not to tell a man what to do or because she's not musically educated. I mean, he could be really hurtful and then almost immediately regretful. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. But you just see everything that she had to deal with. And I just the whole movie, I thought of the the phrase, you know, behind every great man is an even greater woman or it's behind a strong man. There's an even stronger woman. You look throughout history at some of these figures who were leaders, who were idolized, who were influential. And obviously with fame comes a huge price. You know, we think everyone's they're probably great because they got all this money and everything's fine and they're living a happy life behind the scenes. It couldn't be less true. But in a lot of those instances, in most of those instances, you know, Elvis would not have been Elvis if he did not have Priscilla back at home waiting for him on the phone. This idea that, you know, I want to be able to pick the phone up and call home and I want to hear your voice. That's what saves me. That's what gets me through. And it's this like, nowadays, I'm sure a lot of people would say toxic kind of relationship and, you know, definitely an old fashioned way of looking at a relationship and marriage and what your roles are supposed to be because it's like, Oh, you could have a life of your own or you could be my wife. And you know, my wife comes with all of these perks, obviously, but you just have to do these simple things, which pretty much alienate and isolate you from everybody. So I just, this was a really fascinating watch, especially after watching Baz Luhrmann's Elvis kind of filling in some of these blanks, but then showing you this is one of the, I think bigger, complaints from Baz Luhrmann's Elvis was that it didn't touch on any of this. It didn't touch on these sides of his relationships, the infidelity and affairs 
And so while not totally pointing fingers saying, look how bad he was, Sofia Coppola does not mind sharing. Yeah. Oh, I, him trying to brush off. The news is just reporting you know, the fact that the papers just need a headline. She didn't even kiss me that many times or something. And you're like, uh, what? Some of the things that he just said to her. And again, looking through it at the lens of today, it's just hurtful. You know, you've got no figure in that dress. Does he know favors? I don't care that you like how it looks on yourself. You know, it matters what I think. I'm the one that's looking at it, you know. Essentially, I'm not saying it's verbatim what he said, but a lot of just moments and comments where your heart's just dropping. You're like, already hard enough for her as it is. You know, she has no friends. She's got, she's the youngest person there by a long shot. And it's just, it was heartbreaking sometimes. And so this movie highlights the highs and lows, I think, so well. I think it treats everybody with respect. I think it treats the characters exceptionally well. Jacob Elordi as Elvis does not get in the way of anything. You know, I think, you know, he doesn't try to overdo it on the accent. The voice was great. I think he didn't need to, to, I don't want to say ham it up like Austin Butler did, but it's like, you know, you're not the focus here. Priscilla's the focus. And he very much left it that way. And so Kaylee Sweeney, who plays Priscilla, absolutely mesmerizing in the movie. Heartbreaking. She, every move, every moment just feels meticulous. And I mean, she was simply captivating. You feel her sorrow. You feel this loneliness, this longing for more, this connection that's deeper than it should be. And I mean, the two of them work really, really well together. Sofia Coppola has a knack for just incredible writing. And I think bringing out great intimate moments, both intimate and, you know, whether it's a lovey kind of way or intimate and like, Hey, things are getting heated because we're having real conversations and I need you to acknowledge me. Um, I think Priscilla, the more I think about it, the more I enjoy it and the more I just want to talk about it more with people. So I hope and think that this will be one of the more talked about films during this award season, especially see a lot of people gravitating towards it, especially for uh, Sweeney's performance. Absolutely fantastic. It's always amazing to have another Sofia Coppola movie. So I'm really curious when you guys watch this, let me know what you think, especially if you've seen Elvis, I'd love to have some sort of discussion like that. Just looking at all sides of this, you know, you don't get the Elvis music in this movie, partially because the estate's like, Hey, well, the way that you kind of paint Elvis, I don't think we should let you use the music. I understand that to a degree, obviously, but I think they make good use of everything else around it. And the music they do have in the film kind of helps inform some of what's being felt or what's not being said. So thanks again for listening, you guys. As always, if you're looking for the latest in movie news and reviews, head over to nicktiffany.com. Follow and Tiffany Movie Reviews on all social media networks, podcast platforms, YouTube, wherever you get your movie news and reviews. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.